A young woman people can't stop talking about. Go Taylor. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Yes, Taylor Swift. Swift, 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 Swift. Ish. What just happened? Hey guys, this is Swiftish. We're so excited to be here for this special episode featuring none other than our favorite Taylor Swift podcast. That's not our own podcast. I don't know. It's Holly Swift. <laughs> Hi. Hey Hello. guys. Um, so for those who don't know Holly Swift, it is um, Jessica, Krista, Kelly. They've been doing it much longer than us, I think. When did you guys get started? Um, we started 2016, so this is our five-year anniversary. Okay. Congratulations. Oh, wow. This yeah. is Ashley, so by the you, way. I'm here, too. Did you start? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Thank you. It was such a weird time to start a podcast, like, summer yeah. 2016 was, like, the Kanye stuff, like, all of yes. that, like, the election, and we were like, let's start a podcast about Taylor Swift when, like, everyone hates her. Yeah. <laughs> very weird but i'm glad we did yeah for sure how did you guys come about to to start this podcast because you know i would say if i was introducing you this is explicit taylor swift podcast you know swiftish <laughs> is more of a pg podcast if you will we say fork every now and then uh, but how did you guys yeah. how did you guys start this podcast like i know you started in 2016 but how'd you guys meet what's your guys's relationship i want to know all of that and i'm sure our listeners do too yeah, so um, I started dating Kelly in 2016, and I that's how I met Jessica. Um, and so Jessica and I wanted to start a podcast together, and we both realized that we like Taylor Swift, and we just figured, you know, that's endless material to cover. Um, <laughs> so we decided to start it, and we actually started it with another friend of ours, Desiree, um, and so Desiree did it with us for the first year, I think. Um, and then she tapped out and mm-hmm. Kelly, uh, Kelly joined in. So that's sort of yeah. the, the short version. Um, Jessica, did I forget anything then, like super important? No, I mean, just that like, I guess Kelly and I knew each other before, which yeah, that's how I met Krista. Like Kelly and I did an improv class, but I don't think we ever really talked about Taylor Swift, Kelly, like when we were just friends, like before Krista. Yeah. (laughs) So it was, it's crazy that like now we've spent, like you've been on the podcast longer than Desiree. So we spent like three years with you talking about it. Yeah. (laughs) Does Desiree ever come on and like guest host? Desiree has No, we murdered her. (laughs) Yeah. She's out of the picture. (laughs) Okay. No body, no crime. Yeah. Yeah. She she's been she's come back once or twice I think but uh but yeah not not lately cool. but Krista's also leaving out the part well Krista was on a podcast before Taylor Swift she was on a friends podcast so she'd been doing this oh. for quite a bit before we started ours yeah I got a little are addicted. you still on the friends podcast or is that no um no I I moved when I moved to Austin I I stopped that one um. Uh, so no, I, I go back every once in a while, but but it definitely got yeah. me hooked on podcasting. <laughs> it's hard for sure. to quit. <laughs> um, Ashley and I, yeah, we started with <laughs> Reputation, um, which I guess was a couple years after you guys at that point, and um, 
2017. Yeah. <laughs> We've been at it ever since. Um, mostly, mostly ever since. There were some times we took a, a short hiatus. But I'm excited for this one because it's mm-hmm. kind of a a full circle moment for Swifties everywhere. I mean, Fearless, the re-recordings came out and we decided the best way to celebrate was with a panel of all the most obsessed Swifties we could find. So <laughs> thank you for representing yes, the entire the experts. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I think we should do next? I think we should do a clubhouse next. <laughs> that would be just so fun. Have like a conference call with all of our listeners. Yes. And if they want to like raise their hand and like join the clubhouse, <laughs> they can just come and talk to us. I mean, it won't be a Taylor Swift convention, yeah. but it'll be like it'll a be virtual close. One. Yeah. As close as we can get yeah. right now. <laughs> much much yeah, cheaper. Much call. cheaper. <laughs> so much cheaper. Just got to give them the invite. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah right. Make sure none of them are in the club. Um, so, uh, talking about fearless, hopefully our listeners can keep track of everyone's different voices and, uh, (laughs) and it'll all make sense. I've never had such a crowded call, but I'm excited and, um, it's a big weekend. I haven't talked to anyone about the, uh, fearless release yet, except my poor husband, who's, who's probably absolutely sick of it, but, um, let's go through it. Like, I'm curious how all of you guys reacted to it. What were the big moments for you? Um, just for our listeners sake, we are doing a sort of duo podcast, uh, series. So this episode will be featuring sort of the original fearless, the OG versus the TV. And then on Holy Swift, we'll be able to get into more of the, um, bonus tracks, the from the vault numbers, which are, there's some delightful ones on there. So um, it'll be a it'll be a journey that we'll be on together. We'll be more explicit <laughs> over there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. But how was the fearless release? Like, let's check in. I'm excited, you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jessica, give us give us your kick us off. Take us through it. <laughs> okay, I can go. Okay, so I was super excited for it. I stayed up till midnight, or I guess 11, to listen to it. Um, It was a very weird experience. I just, it's just weird. It was weird to, like, hear those songs again after, like, not really, like, I don't know, like, hearing a new album, but it's, like, an old album. I don't know. It was just Mm -hmm, weird. mm -hmm. Uh, But there were some surprises for me, like, Tell Me Why, I think, is the one that stood out instantly. Is like, this feels so much better than the original one. Like, her voice, it was just, like, crazy. And then 15 got me extremely emotional, which, like, that song's fine. But, like, (laughs) listening to it, I was, like, in tears. Because, like, she's 31 now. Um, Yeah. It's crazy. But, yeah, I -hmm. I loved it. It was was great. Abigail's divorced. Yes. Yeah. Spilling the tea. What? We're gonna I did not yeah. know this. Yeah, we're gonna so I took her Instagram out. Her Instagram <laughs> is cleared of any photos of her ex. Like it's it's kind of sad to see like where they've came and where she is now. So when the line says Abigail gave everything she got to a boy who changed his mind, I was like, no. uh, so sad. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking Dang. about um Hacks in our next that. Evermore episode. So like we're gonna oh, get yes. into a little bit of that, which I'm I don't know. Yes. It's it's sad. That is sad. Um what about you, Krista? How yeah. was your release evening? <laughs> yeah, so I 
am I'm an old lady. I never listen than yeah, like as soon that. as it drops. Um, what I like to do, my normal ritual for a Taylor Swift drop is I get up the morning after, I get my dog, we go get donuts and drive around and listen to it. Um, I couldn't do that this Friday and I was really sad about it. Oh, no. <laughs> Work got in the way. Um, so I kind of just had to listen sporadically throughout the day. <laughs> um, but yeah, same as Jessica. It was just wild to hear these like new old songs. Um, and the ones I was mostly excited about, um, the way I loved you yes. because that's just such a great song. Um, and it definitely did not disappoint. Um, and then, the one that was like the most different for me was um, today was a fairy tale. Mm. Like it's just, it's so markedly different than the original to me because her mm. voice is so much more grown up. Um, I don't know. It was just really, really cool. Like hearing the maturity in her voice, um, mm -hmm. noticing the subtle differences. And I, I saw a tweet that was like, um, yeah, Taylor girl, I can kind of hear the years of therapy in your voice and I'm a little bored. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh no. my gosh. That's such like a Taylor funny way therapy, you guys. about it. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. What about you, Kelly? Yeah, I really love the new version. Um, it felt like someone reading my diary back to me. It was like... <laughs> Some of it was a little cringeworthy because you could just tell that she's like mm -hmm. so far beyond some of those lyrics and some of those times. Um, but you can totally hear the growth in her voice. And it almost felt like when she recorded those the first time, you could feel the anger, you could feel the heartbreak. And now it seemed like yeah. that was gone. So it didn't sound as like angsty, um, which was kind of cool to be like, oh, she's happy now. Mm -hmm. She doesn't really care about Joe Jonas anymore. Um, but yeah. yeah, it was it was nice listening to it. It was like going back in time. And then I thought Jump um, Jump Them Fall sounded a lot better. Like the OG yeah. version is very like banjo plinking every string <laughs> of that banjo. So I thought this one sounded a mm -hmm. lot like smoother and easier to listen to. Yeah. And Ashley, how was how was your release? Oh, yeah, I haven't sure. even checked it. So, you know, it was it was great, and I am very happy that I'm in a room full of you know people who want to go bed on go to bed on time. <laughs> and I usually will <laughs> listen on my way to work the next day. You know, with like the surround sound, and it takes me about like thirty minutes, and I just kind of like wait in my car until the whole album's over. But this time, I actually took Friday off because my work was like, you have too much PTO time. Since I'm not going on vacation, <laughs> I'm like not taking it. So I took Friday oh. off. So I stayed up on Thursday. And Ooh. I tried to li listen at 11 on Apple iTunes, and it just wasn't downloading. So I made my way over to YouTube, and I watched the videos, which oh. I was so happy. That's how I re-listened to Fearless was Aww. through her videos because she, like, in 15, she had photos of her and Abigail that we've never seen before. And then yeah, at the very end, you saw one of them, the, both of them. And then, you know, um, the best day with her mom, you saw all these, like, videos of her mom but it was like an hour and a half and at 12 30 I was like I'm done yeah. I, like, I don't think I gave the right time to I didn't, I didn't do it right I went from <laughs> beginning to end 
And I should have done the vaulted songs and then go through it because I wasn't really, I wasn't there for the vaulted songs. I was like, I'm tired. I want to go to bed. But I love all of it. You know, it's the same but better. Like you guys were saying, her vocals are just so much deeper. But I was feeling torn because there wasn't that angst that, you know, that Taylor Swift sung when she first let it out. So even though I know that, like, she's in a better place, like, you know, it's just not that raw emotion that she originally recorded it with. But I love it. She, she had, I think I read somewhere where she had, what was it, like 50.24 million streams on the first day. And it's the biggest debut wow. ever for a country album, like ever, ever. And then That's biggest wild. debut for yeah. album of the year for the whole year. So it's just, it's insane. There's so many things that she's done with this that I'd never expected to happen. I thought people would be like, oh. You know, because the Swifties are so big, but I didn't think like fifty point two four million <laughs> yeah. big. But no, yeah. I feel the same. It was like, um, yeah, I didn't stay up for it. I'm like, we are senior Swifties. We just have to own that, and I admire those who did. I I tried to in the past, but I haven't this time. <laughs> but it was nice to kind of wake up to, and it was almost like this. I, I don't know. It was like a really. <laughs> you know, a spiritual experience for Swifty, I feel like, because it was kind of not only getting to revisit those songs with the Mm -hmm. stronger vocals and like seeing where she's come, but also just the act of defiance that Fearless itself was and that she chose Fearless to do it with and that, and that she's proving again and again that like she's here not only to stay, but to like make a change. And I feel like that, that was just like really powerful that even in songs I hated, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm obsessed with change now. Like, these things will change. And I was <laughs> like, I was just, I was here for it. Change yeah. hits so differently, you guys. Because she yeah. wrote change yeah. because of Scott Bruschetta. And yeah. then now she's writing it. And I'm sure when she was recording it, too, it just, like, felt, like, so different. Because, you know, these things are changing. She is, yes. you know, kicking down these walls at that Scott and Scooter built <laughs> yeah. up. It's amazing. I'm, no, it was yeah, a fist sorry. bump moment. That's wild. I hadn't even thought about that, but yeah. yeah no, that right. was, even on our last episode, yeah. I was telling Ashley, like, how much I hate change. Like, I really, I would, I would have cut it from the album, like, from the get-go. <laughs> but now I was like, mm-hmm. oh, man, I love these goosebumps <sighs> all the way. I, I really did enjoy it, and I feel like, I mean, it's, it's hard sometimes for my brain to, like, compute it's a different recording. Like, if I sit down and really think about it, I'm like, okay, yeah, the the, like instrumentation sounds different. I can tell her voice is a little better, but a lot of times I was just like, "Oh, I mean, this is just the same." I don't know. <laughs> was that like just me? Am I not educated in, in music mm-hmm. enough to fully appreciate the nuance? <laughs> no. So one thing that she did was that uh, I was reading that she studied fearless thoroughly so she can replicate the country inflections of her oh, early wow. vocals. And she wow. also recruited old members of her old touring band to play alongside with her. So she like she was yeah. studying it thoroughly. So I think she she wanted it. Well, first of all, I think she wanted to be able to, you know, give it to like stream it. I don't know, syndicate it to television shows movies that wanted to use it because she's been doing it what wildest dreams and then mm-hmm. i forget the love story like love she's been story. able to do it now now she's finally able to with the full conscious release these music into like the media however they want to use it yeah. so i think that they want to use those that sound which is i'm glad yeah. she's done it i would love to know how long she had to spend Ooh. on each song like really yeah. perfecting the notes and the the sounds and, and making them the same because they are 
while they sound more mature, they are the same songs and like the same notes and at the same places. So it's super interesting. I would, I, I hope I she does a documentary too. about the recording. <laughs> yeah, sure. I mean, Ooh, yeah, isn't so. there a rumor she's doing one for Disney? <laughs> Um, I think the rumor is that she had like a two film contract. Oh, Ooh. that's but, promising um, for sure. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I I think the funniest part for me was on Twitter. I just kept seeing people tweet like Fearless TV, and I was like literally thinking that there was some sort of streaming thing she'd done. And then like the next day, I was like, Oh, uh... it's Fearless Taylor's version. <laughs> I was like. This is so embarrassing, but I, I got it. Yeah. I'm up on the lingo now. There's a show called Fearless. Yeah. I was so confused why you tweeted that. I know. I was no, like, I did it. she redo Journey to Fearless? No, it's just shorthand. It's just an acronym. I just I just missed it. But yeah, I mean, yeah. it's so, got to be coming, though. Yeah, I, I bet. And she has to do something, especially since, like, not that she'll lose interest for the next six, five albums or whatever that she's doing, but I think it's too much of an emotional win to not like recognize it in a big way. You know, I feel like she has to acknowledge the journey of this re-recording in some way, but maybe that's just wishful thinking. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Journey to Fearless Taylor's version where she does <laughs> her own like documentary. Yes. I like that. Exactly. A hundred percent. Yeah, for sure. Um, Ashley and I talk a lot on our podcast about like ranking the albums and like old songs. And I just did this quarantine. I spent like too much time, like way too much time ranking every single Taylor Swift song. And so I've been like stuck in the past a lot, but I'm curious like where you guys were with your opinions on Fearless. Like, were you excited this was the one she was starting with? Were you excited for these tracks in particular? Like what is... I mean, what's your relationship to Taylor? When did you used to become fans? What made you fans? Like, was Fearless part of that? Mm-hmm. Uh, Jessica, let's okay. start, let's start, I'll start. Off with you. Um, so I became a fan of Taylor, like, during self-titled. Um, like, I heard Teardrops on my guitar in the radio. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, I'm a sad girl. And I don't hear sad girls on the radio that much. Um, so instantly, like she was relatable. And I was like, I stan, even though we weren't using that word, I guess. Um, but yeah, so self-titled. But then I think Fearless, I kind of like, it was my first, it came out my first semester of college, which is crazy because I don't know if you guys saw the threads on Twitter that were like, how old were you when Fearless came out? And people were like, I was five, I was eight. And I was like, 18. Um, Yeah. So I basically, like, I don't, I wasn't like as into that era when it was happening because I was like so busy with like being a freshman in college Mm -hmm. and like freaking out all the time. So I didn't miss it, but I like heard the songs. I had the album. I listened to it, but I wasn't like all in um, on that one. But I love the album. It always kind of ranked in the middle for me uh, among all of her albums. And it it still kind of does, even with the re-recording. But yeah, it's... I I don't know. It's I it's interesting, like thinking about ranking the albums. Like, where do we put the re-recordings? What do they count as? I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uncharted territory for sure. Yeah. Um, for me, so Fearless came out. I was, I think, a junior in college. I think. Um, hashtag Senior Swifty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 
And it, <laughs> it, it definitely makes sense to me that she started with this one because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, self-titled was obviously very successful, but this one was like, I think her real first like big hit of an album. Um, and it's, mm-hmm. so it's like, I think she wanted to go back to the furthest possible album she could that would strike the most Mm -hmm. emotion um and nostalgia and so i think this one was like the perfect um mix of that big hit but also old enough to to be really nostalgic um and yeah i've always loved fearless but like jessica said it's been kind of in the middle for me because i tend to be drawn a lot more now to the the newer stuff um Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean it's got some bangers i'll um the way I loved you is one of my top top mm-hmm. songs for sure. So I was definitely pretty excited. A tangent about the way I loved you. I love this song. I've been obsessed with it. I told Ashley that was the one I was most looking forward to, and it was the one. It was the first one on Fearless I went to listen to, and I love everything she did with it. Do you guys think it's fan fiction about the Notebook? Ooh, has that been like verified somewhere in a Swifty Bible that I haven't heard? Because someone on Reddit was like. Reddit was like, this is 100% The Notebook. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't understand when this happened. I can see it, but I hadn't heard it verified. Like, yeah. What are your thoughts? I feel like it's just like weird teen stuff. So, of like, you, when you're a teen, you're like, you don't yeah. want to date someone who's nice to you. And so like, you just, yeah. because you don't know your like feelings yet, you think that like that dramatic relationship where you're feeling so many feelings, good and bad, is the good one because like you don't understand what a healthy relationship feels like. So you always yeah. kind of want to drift toward like the situation that's not good for you. And the situation that is good for you is boring because you're like 18. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that you bring up the notebook thing, though, I feel like I do remember hearing that at some oh, really? point it that it be. was like the notebook fan fiction and she's selling a notebook yeah. in her her merch album so there you go yeah. it is proved yeah. Easter egg. Yeah. confirmed confirmed yeah. yeah i think i mean the only yeah. line that the the line people point out is like oh he talks business with my father and i'm like but to me i agree with jessica where i'm like i think she's just daydreaming about a, a toxic relationship that she's romanticizing yeah, but Which is so classic much more. I'm a screaming and fighting and kissing in the rain. <laughs> There's so much more, and then how he and how so he Ashley says everything nice, notebook. and then yeah. No, I'm just that. I'm just. I'm just being. I love. Okay, I love any kind of weird conspiracy, and I, I love to like put any like meaning behind it. But I can definitely see it. Like I'm not saying that, that she wrote it. We know that she's definitely like love story wrote it off a of fictional couple. But there's more than just you know, talking business with his father, with her father. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. (laughs) Okay, well, thanks for indulging me. We'll we'll see if anyone tells us if if there's proof that she acknowledged the notebook at some point. But Kelly, how was your journey to Fearless as it were? (laughs) It was good. Um, I feel like, again, I was in college as well when this came out, and it was just I drove a lot in college. Like I drove home or I drove to friends' homes <laughs> or we went on road mm-hmm. trips. So like each song is like so I can like remember a specific road trip or song or like piece of my college 
memories with each song. So it's very like, hey, Steven, I'm like going to Colorado with my girlfriends or like White Horse, I'm driving back from Houston because I just got broken up with and I'm devastated. So it's just kind of crazy to have such a specific memory for each song. I'm just glad that that a few of you were in college when this came out because I was last year college. So I'm definitely, I was a senior. I was definitely a senior Swifty because I was at that time. Um, But I'm I'm glad to know that other people are as old as, well, younger than I am, but in the same age range. (laughs) Oh yeah, for sure. (laughs) But Ashley, I can't remember, was this one of your favorite um, Taylor albums or... um, So it's hard for me to really say which is my favorite Taylor album besides like Red because I love, love, love Red because there are songs on here that I like You Belong With Me, Love Story, um, you know, Forever and Always. Like there are some songs that like just I die to and I just like look back at like college memories. Not every single song on the album is my favorite. I have some favorites on the album, but this definitely was like, um, like Jessica, I became a Swifty, not a Swifty because I didn't know it was named Swifty, but in her debut <laughs> right. album. But I remember I cleaned dorms for a living um, during this time and I would put on the country music video station CMT. And I remember like vacuuming along to Taylor Swift, like in the mirror, like <laughs> going goth and like dancing and like you know, and talking to a boy across the street and I would just like stop and just watch it. Every single time it came on, it came on like three times. I like an hour, I would just stop and watch it. So definitely like good times. And I would never throw this album out of bed. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I guess the big change people noticed in You Belong With Me is that it's you're in the room versus you're in, I'm in, I'm in the room. It's a typical Tuesday night, but it's, the lyric, I think, was, I'm in my room. It's a typical Tuesday night. I don't know. I don't know. I was seeing people tweet about this. There was some sort of um, I've seen that interesting. slip up where we've been singing it wrong the whole time or where she decided to change it to my room finally. to honor I always you. thought it was my room. I've always sung it as my room. Is, so yeah. I don't yeah. – and I don't know. I've never heard that in the original. But I went back to listen to it and I was like, did I – is it though? I don't know. It's really hard to yeah, tell because I've just been just singing it as my it. for so long. Yeah. Look at the album <laughs> liner. See what it says. <laughs> the original one. I have that one downstairs. I'll 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 go do that and tweet at you guys afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard to imagine um, Taylor Swift making a sl- like do having a slip up yeah. or some mistakes. So yeah. <laughs> I feel like the what- Wooddale. The, the was it the uh, the Evermore or no folklore? Oh, oh yeah, the folklore cover. Wooddale. She put Woodville, and they are like, "Oops, that yes. was a mistake." Unless you believe in that, <laughs> we, we, we don't know if we have a third album coming. <laughs> we, but we think. think. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was a junior in high school when oh Fearless originally came out, and I admittedly wasn't like a huge country fan at the time, and. When debut happened, I would make fun of my friends who loved it because I was like, I hate country. <laughs> it was my personality. And um, <laughs> I, but Fearless won me over. I like, I remember very clearly seeing a love story music video and just my jaw dropping and being like, I think I'm in love. Like I really, this just changed my whole world. I'd never connected to music mm-hmm. like that before. And then You Belong With Me, obviously. And so Fearless is sort of my entry um drug as it were to the swiftdom and it's just gotten worse ever since but um 
I wasn't, I was like, <laughs> I was excited for the re-recorded Fearless, mostly for the vocal changes, because I thought it would change my perception of the songs. Like I, I thought like, oh, it'll be less country now, so I'll enjoy it more. And I do feel like that's how it, how it ended up playing out. Because like you said, <laughs> Tell Me Why is so much better now. Like it's, you do lose yes. some of that like angst, but you also lose the like whiny, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, that like shrillness. Mm-hmm. And so I think those songs like that, the that fake accents is really powerful now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's less of that. Like, I love the fake accent. <laughs> energy. <laughs> Are you sad that she didn't resurrect it for real? I think she's in some songs she did. I think um, yeah. you can hear it a little bit, but I was watching right before it came, the album came out. I watched journey to fearless. Cause I was like, what am I going to do for an hour oh, and a nice. half? Um, and yeah. like stay awake. And the accent in that is like, it's so funny <laughs> that it's just like, she's from Pennsylvania. Like that's not how she sounds, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's strong. Yeah. And she didn't want anyone to know oh she was God. from Pennsylvania. So There's one time ah. where she's singing, like, the an- national anthem. And whoever introduced her, as at a baseball game, whoever introduced her was like, Taylor Swift from Reading, Pennsylvania. And for a quick moment, she looks to the side and she's just like, oh. Because she didn't, she wanted to be known as, like, this Nashville girl, like a country girl, not, like, a Pennsylvania <laughs> artist. So, no. Was that her that just adapting <laughs> as a chameleon or was that her strategizing as a, what's the term she hates? A calculating. I think that was Mama Swift strategizing. strategizing. Yeah. 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 Oh. Definitely. Yeah. Well, it worked out. It's, a, it's an interesting moment in her career. Like, I mean, obviously debut, she was, she was channeling the country a lot. And then you look to Fearless, and she obviously knew that she was outgrowing country even at that time, even at that age. And I feel like it's interesting to kind of look back at these songs and see how pop-y they were, that she was still managing to get away with country is kind of remarkable. But then the fact that she went on to win Album of the Year makes more sense because it was kind of a transcendent genre album almost and I always mm-hmm. forget this one album of the year because I I remember the VMA moment I remember Kanye being mad about you belong with me and that's the one that's regurgitated over and over and over from both haters and fans but I like forget mm-hmm. that this was a huge album at the time yeah mm-hmm. she was yeah, like 18 sure. or 20 when she went album of the year which is crazy for yeah like a 20, country yeah, album yeah. that she was the youngest happen. yeah mm-hmm. yeah I was just going to ask if y'all saw the the Fearless tour. Like um, in person? For this album. No. No. Yeah, I like didn't. when she toured the album. Speak Now was yeah. my first one. I know, I was too <laughs> poor. <laughs> That's fair, I guess. We were all, <laughs> we were all yeah. poor college students. <laughs> yeah. I was just going to say, you know, you, you, t- you talked about Kanye West and the You Belong With Me moment. And I saw this tweet saying, what is your favorite Taylor Swift conspiracy, confirmed or not confirmed? And someone had posted, and they had said there's a this conspiracy that Taylor Swift was being inducted into the Illuminati. And in order for her like to be inducted, the Kanye, like that Kanye West thing was definitely, um, supposedly was her way of being inducted into the Illuminati. So, I buy and there's it. videos I on it, I guess. And now Taylor Swift, like, kills children. Oh, wow. and, 
uses their blood to make sacrifices. <laughs> oh wow, wow. Yes. Dark turn. <laughs> no, yeah. that's I've me, heard the kids that get Classic. invited to like Classic the Taylor tea party, thing. the rep room, they don't come out. They just get murdered <laughs> by Taylor. Oh wow. Ooh. Rep kids. <laughs> They're just like little robots. <laughs> what a plot twist. I yeah. I did not see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I love it. Um yeah, no. I I guess that's a possibility. You know, never say never. <laughs> but uh looking at Fearless, I I think Jessica was starting to ask this question earlier, but what were like the standout tracks now compared to your favorites then? Did anything change for y'all? Jessica, do you still hate best? I can Jessica? start with that. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I still hate the best day just because like I don't have a healthy family relationship, so I don't like anyone who does. So <laughs> just kidding. Um, but I just don't relate to that song. Um, so yeah, I think for me, like the new standouts would be Tell Me Why. I agree with Kelly about Jump Then Fall. Like I didn't even notice that song before and now I do. Um, White Horse sounds great. I think the one that sounds really different to me, at least upon first listen, was You Belong With Me, just because, like, it feels a little bit different, and I don't know what it is because I'm not, like, a musical person at all, like, a technical person. Like, I could not tell you. But it feels like... It just mm-hmm. feels different, and it doesn't feel mm-hmm. as, like, powerful, I think, as the original. Um, but now I've listened to it mm-hmm. a few more times, and mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, maybe it's not that different. Maybe it was just like I'm so attached to the original that like upon first listen, I was like shocked. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but that was the one that stood out to me. Is like I don't, I don't know about yeah. this version if I like it better than the first. Yeah, I think you belong with me is one. Did, is that one that um, Aaron Dessner reproduced, or is it? No, I think I that like the producer for all that, the but... main album was some other person whose name I'm not remembering. I think Aaron and Jack only worked on like the new okay. stuff. Oh, okay, right. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I thought you belong with me sounded different too, and I think I was comparing it to Love mm-hmm. Story, and I feel like what happened is. And this is unverified. <laughs> this is my own guesstimation. But I think it's like the instrumentation changed. Like she thought, I think she mentioned in an interview earlier that she was like, I wanted to stay true to it, but we know mm-hmm. how to record better now. And so it's like a lot more subtle and like every instrument is um, highlighted instead of having like the loud kind of meant for radio play. This is meant for like headphone play. Oh. And I think that, kind of is what makes it feel smaller and like quieter is because it's all kind of yeah. like everything's more level instead of like yeah it's not as like booming yeah. now to me like it's not as like stadium mm-hmm. anthem yeah. now to me which is like that makes so much sense right. as to why mm-hmm. that's yeah. so interesting so i think that is kind of one of the changes we see is is that level of instrumentation happening but also Nathan Chapman, her original producer on Fearless, he he helped kind of add that umph by layering Taylor's mm-hmm. voice and having people sing in that lower register. And so now that she doesn't need that, it's just her straight vocal on most of these tracks. And so you don't have the same layering happening mm-hmm. either. And so I think that is kind of slowing down the, the feeling as well because you're just – it's a much more – stripped down technically and I think 
it's hard to pick up if you're not like looking out for differences, but I think that's what's happening on some of those yeah. more, uh, the tracks we've heard more because she plays in the studios and stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love same. that so much. So that's just a little, <laughs> a little yeah. Detail. We like never <laughs> talk about the music part on our podcast. Like we're just like we admit that we don't know anything about that. So like it's nice to talk to people who like think about that more <laughs> yeah. than we do. It's all Shelby. I'm just like, oh, I like the sound of it. It's yeah, all I just Shelby. Overthink everything. I honestly just, I, I, yeah. No, it helps that my husband has to find ways to be interested in this, and he's like. Well, I, uh, I actually noticed this. <laughs> I'm like, cool. Fun fact. I'm going to steal that. It's mine now. Thank you. Um, but no. Uh, Krista, what about you? What were your favorites? And did they change from your first your first listen? Um, so it's super interesting. And probably for a lot of the reasons you just named. Um, I actually, the ones I used to not like at all, um, I actually liked this go-round. So... I liked yeah. the best day, um, which I used to not like at all. Um, it it doesn't sound as yeah. like corny or like kid like. I, I don't know. It just so that one sounds like more mature. Yeah. Um, and then what is it? The best day today was a fairy tale. Was another one that just what sounds mm-hmm. leveled up a bit. Um, and then I was gonna say I feel like Kelly's a little vindicated because she has always loved change (laughs) and we always just like dog on it so badly. Um, But yeah, like, like y'all said earlier, it actually sounds, um, it just sounds better. Yeah. All all the ones I used to not like, I actually like them a lot more now, which is interesting. And what about you, Kelly? I feel like did change fall in your estimations or. Yeah. Still love change. I was just ahead of my time, apparently. Um, but I feel like there's less skips. Like I used to yeah. never, I used to never listen to the other side of the door. I used to like skip. I used to skip more, mm-hmm. and I feel like I skip less. And then I thought it was cool that <laughs> Colby Calais agreed to like re-record "Breathe." Like I personally like "Breathe." I know it's not a popular opinion, but I thought it was cool that she kind of came out of retirement and re-recorded that with her because I haven't heard mm-hmm. from her in a while. Mm-hmm. Colby Calais is, has, do you guys follow, follow Jax on TikTok or Jax on um, Instagram? Like from Vanderpump? No. She's like this really big TikToker. Oh. I don't, it, no. She's like I also this, thought like, oh, like from Vanderpump Rules. Like, I was like, because I do follow Yeah, I follow him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> It's it's a blonde girl. She's really funny, but Colby Halle had, would just did like a TikTok with her, which yeah. I was like, oh, oh Colby, cool. like I haven't seen or heard from you in forever. <laughs> oh, and then nice. we see her on, you know, re-record change, and I was like, oh, I love Colby. Where have you been? I know. Yeah. Aww. I was just yeah. researching yeah. her. Well, it looks like she was in a band, another band called Gone West, which I'd never heard of, but it looks like, like she recently? just um, hmm. left the band. Yeah, she left it in 2020. I guess her and the other lead singer, they were engaged and together for 10 years, and now they just broke up. So I guess it was probably too hard to have a band with your ex-fiance. Oh, no. That's heartbreaking. So. Never heard of the band, but I'm well, sad for sad. them. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> well, Ashley, what about you? What changed for you 
Um, so I wasn't really a so I liked Hey Steven, but when we did our last podcast, I was like, Oh, I'd kick Hey Steven or you know, out of bed for our uh, Mr. Perfectly Fine. Because, you know, which one would we want to keep? And but I really liked it, especially, like, when she – and I think what got me was the giggle. Like, she didn't giggle in the original one, but she, like, does this laugh in Hey, Steven, and it just, like, brings me in. I just – my husband always makes fun of whenever Taylor laughs in any songs. He always, like, goes <laughs> – like, he just, like, mimics her laughing and thinks it's, like – the worst thing to put in the songs but i love that but forever and always the way i loved you and tell me why tell me why used to be that little like twangy thing you guys are all talking about and just like got under my mm-hmm. skin yeah. but when i listen to it it's such a toxic <laughs> song and i just felt for taylor i'm like this toxic boy mm-hmm. needs his, his toxic masculinity needs to get out the door and yeah. i like th- and it just opened my eyes a little bit more to <laughs> that song but i loved i loved it it was such a good song, but those ones yeah. and forever and always piano version. Mm. Yeah, yeah. She mm. does giggle on the original Hey Steven, and it's yeah. It's oh yes. Like <laughs> oh, she does. But her laugh Isn't was like a different kind of giggle then. Yeah, it was like a very yeah. childish, like a <laughs> type thing. <laughs> so this one is okay. a little bit more. Maybe that's why I didn't <laughs> listen to it because I was like, <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's that why I didn't listen to it. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with everything you guys have said, except Mm -hmm. I feel like, um, I love forever and always like that's one of my top Taylor tracks of all times. And I feel like it'll be hard for me to let Mm -hmm. go of the original because I think, Mm -hmm. I think it just carries that angst in a much more potable way. Like it's just so, oh, it's just like so rich with that, like anger and vindication. And she's just, she's just like stabbing him in the back repeatedly with her voice in that song and here she's just further removed from it so it doesn't have that same bite to it and it's a lot more polished and kind of like yeah here and I feel like the first one was so raw one because the topic but also because the timeline like that was the last song she had to put on the album because it Joe Jonas that breakup was right before the Mm -hmm. release so it felt Mm -hmm. like almost just like right hot off the Mm. presses like you felt that fury with her and I think that's the one thing that's been like lost in translation with this new version and um I'm happy for her really I'm I'm glad that she (laughs) is in a healthier place after all these years but I do miss that angsty angsty Taylor a little bit on that they're like friends now so she's not as mad at him so it's like not as yeah (laughs) it's just not as like you can tell she recorded it like right after the breakup yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and i do feel like i always skip the deluxe tracks except for the valentine's day ones for some reason i've always liked like those ones but like the other side of the door and um coming with the rain superstar like i just i never acknowledge those like ever i forget they exist when i was doing my rankings i was like garbage pile but I do like the other side of the door now. And I feel like I, I respect what she's trying with Superstar. Yeah. And I wonder I, if it's going to move up in the ranking now. <laughs> yeah, hmm. that's a whole other thing. I don't even know how to start. But So I'm, I'm proud of her. She, I think that's what's interesting is um, imagining how these tracks are going to play out moving forward. Like which ones will be popularized, which ones will have any radio time if any like which one she'll start to play yeah. more on stadium shows um 
But mm-hmm. as we look mm-hmm. to the future, we'll have to visit the songs in the vault. And um, we've taken enough time here at Switchish to <laughs> kind of talk, look at the back <laughs> and, and see where she's come. But I'm excited to to see what she's doing next. I'll, I'll close this out with some tea. Oh, oh, we do have tea. Ooh. Yes. Yes. It's a little, it's it's just a theory, and I'm sure yes. you guys have seen this Serve tweet, it. so let's just, a, a little tea time, I guess, nothing drama, nothing like that, but, <laughs> um, so in Hey Steven, because, you know, I, I love Hey Steven, if you looked at the video, there were all of these words that were, like, that mm. were, like, out of sync with the actual lyrics that were lining up, and so some Swifties, Ooh. bless their souls, went through, and they started counting all the letters that were out of place, which were 70, and... 70 days from April 9th, I guess, is June 18th. So everyone's um, – this one Ooh. tweet was saying that um, KISS was highlighted at 158, and they're like, oh, my gosh, speak now. It's coming out. But I think we all kind of know and kind of suspect that on June 18th, if that's true, 1989 will be released because Wildest Dreams yes. has already been, oh. like, a single. So maybe June 18th we'll get Wildest Dreams. Oh. She has 1989, yeah. all those songs. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It's such yeah. a summer it's, album. It's, yeah, it's the most she summer album to. she has. Like, June, yeah. it would be perfect. Yep. Um, well, we're going to be talking more about Fearless on Holy Swift. So Yay. for everyone listening to Swiftish right now, um, definitely find us there. And you can follow them uh jessica what's all your what's all your details so we can so our twitter and instagram are both holy swift pod um and then our email address if you ever want to email us i guess is holy swift podcast at gmail.com yes (laughs) yeah (laughs) perfect um amazing they also have a patreon so if you love them you've Mm got to support them and um yeah ashley if you want to sign us off that's great oh yeah well speaking of which um we have been um, inspired by y'all, our Texas Swifties. <laughs> we started a Patreon oh, too. Boy. Nothing as um, in depth as you guys at all. But if anyone <laughs> wants to come and support Swiftish, Swiftish podcast, you can Patreon backslash Holy Swift podcast for you guys. Is that your guys's one? Yes. And then, is, okay. And then yes. for Swiftish podcast, patreon.com slash Swiftish podcast. So go support your two favorite Taylor Swift podcasts. <laughs> yes. But <laughs> until yes. next time, I'm Ashley. And I'm Shelby. And Taylor, thank you for being so fearless. <laughs> Perfect.